It's the Grab Stack Radio Show, live from Pflugerville. Oh, I hope everyone's having a super amazing, fantastic, and great day out there. Today, we're going to go into battle against the Mathematic Machine. We got three big math questions to answer, so grab your paper and pencil and get ready to solve some math problems. Okay, here's how it works. I'll read the question, then you have ten seconds to come up with an answer. Easy as pie. Or is it? This mathematic machine creates some real zingers, so prepare to be challenged. Today, all of our questions take place in the air, so that's kind of fun. Fire up the mathematic machine, Carl. Let's get some numbers going. Okay, here comes the question on the ticker tape. Are you ready? It's round one. A rocket is headed for Florida. It travels at five miles per second. How far does it go in 12 seconds? <laughs> Here comes the countdown clock. Start calculating. You got 10 seconds. Well, everyone, 12 seconds isn't a very long time, but it's long enough for a rocket to florp to get pretty far from Pflugerville. It's traveling at five miles per second, so all we have to do is multiply five by 12 seconds to figure out how many miles away the rocket is in 12 seconds. And five times 12 is 60. The rocket to Florp travels 60 miles from Pflugerville in 12 seconds. Oh, I have a feeling the next question's gonna be harder, so get ready, solvers, cause here we go again. Round two. A paper aeroplane is flying from Bobby's house all the way over to Lucy Wow's red barn. The distance between Bobby's room and the red barn is exactly two miles. If the paper airplane is traveling at four miles per hour, how long will it take for the paper aeroplane to reach the red barn? Whoa, this is a very complicated problem. Let's see. The paper aeroplane is going four miles per hour and the red barn is two miles away. Okay, here's your 10 second countdown. See if you can solve it. This one's a real head scratcher, but I bet you figured it out. If the paper aeroplane can get four miles in one hour, but it only has to travel two miles to get to the red barn, then all we have to do is cut the hour in half. So the time it'll take for the paper aeroplane to get to Lucy Wow's red barn is 30 minutes. Otherwise known as half an hour. Oh, we're rolling now. Only one more math problem to go. Let's put those brains to work one more time. Here comes a mathematic question. And a dartboard has three places where you can score points. Oh, now, just hang on a minute. I'm the best darts player on the whole planet of Florp. I basically only throw bullseyes right in the middle. <sighs> Did you know the Florp word for darts is doodlebug? It is. You can find all the Florp words of the day at gokidgo slash florp. But I digress. Let's get back to this exciting darts question. A dartboard has three places where you can score points. A bullseye right in the middle is worth 10 points. The red parts of the dartboard are worth three points, and the green parts of the dartboard are worth one point. You throw four darts through the air. One lands in the bullseye. 
two in the red and one in the green. How many points did you score? Wow, there's a lot of numbers to keep track of in this one. Oh, I hope you wrote them down. Here's your 10-second countdown. Solve away. To begin. I have to say, this is a very unrealistic math problem. I would have thrown four bullseyes right in the middle, so I would have scored 40 points. But... Let's assume for a moment that I'm not the best darts player in the universe. If I had only thrown in one bullseye, that would be 10 points. Two in the red at three points each is another six points. And one in the green is one point. I would have scored 17 points. 17 is the answer, and I hope you got it right. What's that, Carl? Oh, you want to actually see me throw some darts? Well, that's just perfect, because I brought my darts with me. My fancy dart board's right on the wall over there, so let's take a shot at it. Ready, Carl? Oh, sorry about the lamp. <laughs> Come on, crap stack, get it together. Dumb, oh, I just thrown a dart right through the window. Maintenance! And the third throw went right in the orange shag carpet. Oh, there's something wrong with a dart board in this place. Uh, apparently I'm a little out of practice, but I'll come back next time and I'll be in pro form. Just need to gather up all these darts and clean up the mess in here and get some tacos. Carl, let's get tacos! But first, call the glass company. I'm gonna need a new window. Welcome, welcome one and all to your favorite show on the radio, Grabstacks Radio Show, hosted by yours truly, the irrepressible Grabstack, coming to you live with nothing but brilliant content that's sure to catch the eye of the Pulitzer Committee one of these days. You know, for warning genius is their thing, which I'm pretty sure it is, so it's got to be only a matter of time till I get my prize, the Pulitzer. <laughs> I'll just have to think of something good to wear to the awards ceremony. Do I go class? a tuxedo or really swing for the fences to impress the fashionistas. Obviously, I would look good in anything. <laughs> so many options and so many fans who want to see me in the mall. Oh, Carl, the station manager's making a face and doing the sign that I should keep the show moving. All right, all right. We'll deal with my awards outfit some other time. Today, we are firing up the mathematic machine. And I know all of you at home are ready with your pencils and your thinking caps to get all three of these questiones correct. If you need to grab them, go ahead and pause the show and get them pencils and pads and come on back. And if any of the questions are a real stumper, pause away again and take all the time you need to figure it out. Let's get started, people. The first question is printing away. Oh, I just love the sound of a good question printing out, don't you? Okay, all right, here it is. Uh, Lucy Wow wants to invent 50 inventions a day. Heavens to Betsy, that's a lot of inventions, okay. Let's see what the rest of the question says. On the first day, she invents 12 gadgets, 23 gizmos, and 15 doohickeys. Did Lucy Wow hit her goal? Hmm, 10 seconds to figure out the answer. Okay, let's get started, people. Now, let's see what I think it is. Well, first of all, I hope all these inventions all work. <laughs> but we can worry about that later. I need to see if she hit her goal. Let's see. If her goal was 50 a day, and on the first day she made 12 gadgets, well, let's add 12 gadgets to the 23 gizmos, and that's going to be a big old pile of gadgets and gizmos. That's what. I mean, 
35 gadgets and gizmos. I think that's right. 12 plus 23 is 35. Yeah, okay, Carl's nodding his head. Yes, so I'm on the right track. Okay, she's got 35 gadgets and gizmos so far, and then we have to add another 15 doohickeys. Add all the fives together, carry the one, and that is 50. The answer is 50, which means she hit her goal. Oh, wow, that was a fun one. Did you get the answer right, too? Oh, I bet you did. Moving right along to question number two. Print away, Mathomatic. Ooh, look at this. This is a fun one because it's all about chickens. I love chickens. They're always wandering around, pecking at the ground, laying eggs, and you know they descended from dinosaurs? That's a true fact. All right, the question is, there are 40 chickens in your backyard. Your mother thinks that's way too many chickens, and she politely asks them all to leave. But only 13 chickens listen to her. How many chickens are still hanging out back there? Oh, that's such a chicken thing to do. I lived next door to a rooster one time, and I'll tell you what, that bird could sing. I bet you thought I was going to say he could crow at the break of dawn really loud and wake up the whole neighborhood, but nope, nope, nope. He was a world-class jazz singer. He could move the whole room to tears with a ballad. I wonder what he's doing these days. I should cast him in one of my movies if he's not busy touring Europe in a concert or something. Oh, okay, so what am I doing? Come on, focus, grab stack. We are trying to solve a math question here. Okay, let's see. There are 40 chickens in the backyard. Oh, I sure hope that's a big backyard, because that's a lot of chickens. Okay, so Mom asked them to leave. Shoo, shoo, shoo. But only 13 listened. That means 13 chickens left the yard. So I have to use the bigger number and take the smaller number away, which means 40 minus 13, which equals 27. There are still 27 chickens in the backyard. Oh, we got it, people. Although that still doesn't solve your mother's chicken problem. But <laughs> on to the next question. Question three. We're doing great so far, and I think we're gonna nail this one too. Let's see what the Mathomatic has for us. Okay, the kangaroo is baking cookies for her school bake sale. Each batch of cookies takes nine O's, ounces, of chocolate chips to make them extra delicious. She decides to make eight batches of cookies for her bake sale so everyone will have at least two cookies. How many ounces of chocolate chips does the kangaroo need? 10 seconds on the clock. Let's start solving. Oh boy, this one makes me hungry. Okay, everyone's getting two cookies, but we don't really need to think about that. We just need to know how many chocolate chips she needs. Let's see, if she needs nine ounces of chocolate chips for every batch, and she's making eight batches, then we need to multiply nine by eight. Okay, nine times eight is, oh gracious, here come them big numbers, oh. But we can get there. Nine times eight, ooh, is, uh, 72. The kangaroo needs 72 ounces of chocolate chips. What a delicious answer. Oh, we did it again, Grabstack fans. Three math questions in the bag. Don't forget to come back tomorrow for our weekly riddle fest. I can't wait to see what sorts of riddles we get to solve. Oh, I hope they're cookie related. 
Welcome, fans of Florp and Pflugerville, to another edition of the legendary Grab Stack Radio Show. Today, we are firing up the mathematic machine to test our prowess at adding, subtracting, dividing, multiplying, and you know, all those math things that people of Earth love so much. I must say, making the transition from Florp's schmath to your math has been a journey, but I think I'm getting pretty good at it. I haven't tried to eat a single world problem. <laughs> I still maintain that math would be more fun if there were some bananas and flueberries involved, but what do I know? I'm only the most accomplished mathematician on Florp, which makes me an expert, so I guess I know a lot. Oh, hey, Carl, can we have some bananas or something in here while we do our math? I think much better on a full stomach. It, what do you mean? We have to run the show. I run the show around here. What do you mean you have to run the show? I run the show around here. If you're not going to get me some bananas, can you at least program the mathematic to print us out some food questions so I can think about being full? Oh, you can? Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't think that would actually work. Okay. All right, listeners, you might want a pencil and some paper for these questions, so if you don't have those, go ahead and grab them now. You can always pause the show. I'm happy to wait for you. I've got my pencil right here. It's got a little turtle eraser on the top. I just thought that was so cute. And my paper's all set up, and I think I hear the first question printing off. Here we go. First question. Bobby Wonder wants to bake a pie for his friend, and the recipe says to put it in the oven for one and a half hours. How many minutes in total does Bobby Wonder have to bake his pie? Ten seconds is on the clock to solve it, so let's go! But first, I have some follow-up questions for this question. What kind of pie are we talking about here? Is it key lime? Because if it is, I better be the friend he's baking it for. Oh, I love me a good key lime pie, especially with extra whipped cream on it. You know, there's a big division in the pie community about whether you should put whipped cream on your key lime pie or not. But I say whipped cream all the way. There's never been a food that isn't improved by whipped cream. Ah, uh, waffles? Yeah, obviously. Carrots? Hmm, probably. I haven't tried it, but I'm sure they're excellent. What were we talking about? Oh, right, math. <laughs> Sorry. Let's see here. Bobby Wonder bakes the pie for one and a half hours. Well, one hour has 60 minutes in it, so we know that's at least 60. And then there's another half hour he has to bake for. So what would be half of 60? Let's see. 60 divided by 2 is 30. So one hour and a half is 60 minutes plus 30 minutes, which means Bobby Wonder has to bake his pie for 90 minutes. Carl is nodding yes, so we got it right! Woo! That was a doozy to start us off. Let's move to the next question. Question two, hot off the press. Three giraffes are buying some candy. One giraffe picks out a chocolate bar that costs $2.50. The second giraffe picks out a bag of gummy bears that costs $2. And the third giraffe picks out a chocolate rabbit that costs $4. If they have $10 between them, do they have enough money for their treats? Well, where are these giraffes shopping that they're finding a chocolate rabbit at this time of year? And who knew giraffes loved candy so much? Well, let's get down to solving this question. 10 seconds on the clock.
Okay, grab stack. You can do this one. Don't get tripped up by the decimal points. It's just money. So we have to add two fifty to two dollars first. That makes four fifty. And then the chocolate rabbit costs four dollars all by itself. What is it, a chocolate rabbit made of gold? It better not be hollow. For $4, that better be solid chocolate. <laughs> Keep it together, Grabstack. We're getting off track here. Let's see. Two of the giraffe's candy cost $4.50, and then the third giraffe also wants a chocolate rabbit for $4, so $4.50 plus $4 is $8.50. Their candy costs $8.50 altogether. Oh, we did it. Wait. Oh no, there's one last part to the question. We need to know if they can afford all these tasty treats, and we know they have $10 between the three of them. Well, $8.50 is less than $10, so they have enough to buy their candy and then some. Add another bag of gummy bears to that order. Did y'all get the same answer as me? I bet you did. All right, we're two for two. Let's keep going. Third question. A fresh pan of brownies comes out of the oven. If we cut the brownies into six even columns and three even rows, how many brownies will we have? Ten seconds on the clock, and my food question plan has officially backfired. Ugh, I'm not thinking about being full at all. As a matter of fact, I'm hungry for brownies and pie and chocolate rabbit. Oh, focus up, grab stack. We're almost over the finish line here. Okay, if we have six columns of brownies and three rows, then to know how many brownies we have, we're gonna have to multiply. Okay, six times three is 18. 18 brownies is the answer. Oh boy. Well, folks, we did it again. Three questions from the Mathematic and three answers from yours truly and all of you at home. Did you get them all right? I bet you did. And if you didn't, that's okay too. Math is all about trying again and practicing as much as we can. Come back tomorrow when I'll be unveiling three brand new riddles. You don't want to miss that. Friday is Listener Mailbag. If you got a question about the world of Go Kid Go shows, Pflugerville, or little old me, send it to grabstack at gokidgo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. Oh, it's very exciting. <laughs> and now it's time to get me something to eat. Grabstack out. Go, kid, go.